Check one, two, three. Ah! All Voice Nation, how do you do? And a very, very happy new year, 2023. Um, I gotta say my new year is off to a phenomenal, phenomenal start. I could not be more excited about the prospects of 2023. Um, what's on the horizon? Well, um, there's not that much externally that has me feeling so uh, skittish. Um, skittish is not the right word. Um, excited. Um, you know, we don't have like huge gigs with the ACDC tribute bands. Uh, or actually that one's, yeah. I'm going to start from the beginning. All Voice Nation, what is going on? It's your boy Ian Temple. Uh, I'm back finally recording another podcast, ringing in the new year. Um, there's some stuff that I wanted to share with you um, that I think will be helpful on your journey. Um, basically, um, I sort of had um, kind of a crisis of conscience about what I want my creative time to look like and what, what I want to be focusing on. And I, I feel like sort of wrestling through this might be useful for anybody out there who might also be kind of in a, in a, um, similar situation. Uh, if you're like me, then you have different skills, uh, in different, you know, in different arenas. For me, I'm talking about acting and music right now. Um, I've pretty much been focusing on acting my whole life, um, uh, with like a hardcore sidebar in music, you know, um, my dad taught me piano when I was a kid and, you know, I've always gravitated towards musicians from like a friendship standpoint, more so than actors, um, for various different reasons. Um, and I just kind of ignored that cause I just felt like, most of my training and experience was in the acting domain and, and less in the music domain, like formally. Um, but I sort of, basically the, I hit an inflection point of frustration where it, it just got to a point of like, what am I doing and for whom, you know what I mean? Um, which happens. And I think it's a beautiful thing. So for me, I was just kind of looking at like, well, it basically just the, the voiceover thing, the way I'd been approaching it started to be, begin to feel very treadmilly where I just, I would neurotically wake up and, you know, I've got these pay to play platforms, which, you know, are, they're bumping them up. I think now they're like 500 bucks a year, each one. And I wasn't able to like freeze one of them, you know, so it was like very, very frustrating in terms of, uh, you know, you see, you see, see the little bean counter meter in your head. It's like, all right, well, it's 365 days a year. I paid, let's say for the two platforms, a thousand bucks. So we're 
let's say you're paying three bucks a day to like be on these platforms. Obviously, that's you know chump change, but you know whatever. I mean, it's it's a lot more than a Netflix, you know. So I just like the time I was spending it. It just wasn't feeling very satisfying putting out the auditions. Now, it was feeling satisfying putting out the auditions when I felt like I wasn't that good at it, that I wasn't getting a great audio recording sound, that, you know, I wasn't really sure if my preamp was set correctly and I was using the right proximity and the right mic. And, oh, let me use this audio plugin and let me talk to this guy. But once I kind of got satisfied with, like, my my sound and like it was sounding good to me oh yeah and I, I was mixing on like some wrong studio cans which I highly recommend uh you don't do that the um what's kind of presented as the industry standard is the um <coughs> excuse me um the the Sony 75 aught sixes <coughs> which I'm not a fan of there's like no bass. I was turning up the bass on everything to compensate for that. And then I'd listen back on like real headphones or really in the car or anywhere. And I'd be like, yeah, this sounds muddy and stupid. What the heck? Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely good studio headphones are, are money well spent. And I highly recommend the uh, DT770 Studio, the company being... Bayer Dynamic, B-E-Y-E-R, Dynamic. They're super comfy, um, and they sound really great, and not in, like, a Beats by Dre, like, but, like, just a very kind of, you know, I shudder to say flat, but, you know, it, you're getting a very, very un, you know, unenhanced in, like, a cheesy way sound. Uh, so they're they're great to mix with, and I had this confirmed when I watched the. Um, I just downloaded this uh, Mark Ronson um, BBC Maestro sessions thing, because uh, I plan this year to get more into audio recording, songwriting, and things of that nature, which um, you know just is a much more exciting frontier uh, challenge, um, than just simply grinding out voiceover and trying to bump up my hourly rate with the, you know, the time that I have. It's now getting to be more like me thinking about like my time on earth and, you know, a challenge that's, you know, worthy of that time. Cause I believe in reincarnation. Uh, nonetheless, I'm not a hundred percent sure, you know what I mean? So maybe, maybe this one life is it. I don't really conduct my life that way in most regards, certainly ethically. I think that would be, you know, people who really, you know, tattoo YOLO to their, to their wiener, uh, are, you know, not to be trusted. <laughs> right. Um, but certainly when it comes to the artist, that is just, there is a level of YOLO that, um, I think every artist needs to kind of get out of bed in the morning and, uh, you know, make a splash and risk all the kind of negative social feedback, getting made fun of um, for failing publicly and all that good stuff, right? Um, so anyway, yeah, so this Mark Ronson um, program that I'm watching is very, very interesting. Um, so this is going to kind of be about um, audio recording 
the journey to being the best creative artist you can be. And uh, kind of with a New Year's spin bent on things. Um, so, yeah. So this Mark Ronson thing is all about uh, how to basically make music. Um how to record it, how to how to make it sound good, right? It's not really about songwriting. Uh, it's more about like what to do in the studio, how to set up the studio, dir da dir. Um, so one of the tips that really st- stuck out um, is he said the kind of the cardinal sin with audio recording is for him starting without the right drum kit particularly the kick and the snare. He said, like, if you start with a bad bass tone, you can fix that later. You know, keyboard or guitar, you can change that around. You can fix that. But if you don't start with a good kick and a good snare, um, you're basically setting yourself up for frustration and failure. And I think that's kind of a great metaphor for a lot. Um, Similarly, today I'm connecting it to um, my girlfriend and I, we went on our first like run together as like a, you know, an old couple thing to do, you know, late thirties couple, you know, like, Oh, let's go for a run. And, um, and like, uh, it was great. And she, she was like <laughs> last night when I was like, Oh, let's go for a run, babe. She was just like, Ugh. right. Um, and, but she's such a trooper. Like, we, we got up and we, you know. And I was very, very adamant about, like, let's cut this short. Let's, we're going out, we're doing it. And then we're going to, like, have a, have a nice treat of, like, coffee and, you know, a pastry or whatever. And then we're going to do this. And we're going to cut this short and keep it cute and fun and not, like, define our day. Right. Um, I did that for a variety of reasons. Um, number one, kind of most superficially, most obviously is like, don't with, I think with new year's resolutions, people burn themselves out and there's like different levels of burnout, right? There's like the, um, uh, there's, there's like the spiritual level. That's like kind of hard to talk about, but let's talk about the, um, uh, emotional level, which is just like we're creatures that are built for for homeostasis, and we don't uh, we we tend to like reject drastic change. Um, so I think it's really important for most people um, when they want to kind of institute some type of you know positive new behavior is to really start slow um, because. Uh, yeah, we just, it's, it's just, you link too much negativity and pain to the first thing, then you're just, it's going to be that much harder to, to, to go do it again. And, uh, you know, I was telling her that I have like a kind of a rule, whatever, with like going to the gym is it's like, I, when I, when I say I'm going to do it, I put on the clothes, I go down to the gym and then if uh, if I'm not feeling it, then I'll basically just go home. And I've done that, you know, because you want to build that level of trust within yourself on both ends, right? And so sometimes the only way to maintain that level of trust with yourself is to put on the uniform, go to the place to do the thing, 
and then just be like, fuck this, I'm out, you know? And that that's actually a really beautiful thing to do because <laughs> it's like you've honored your commitment to the time, but then you also kind of honor legit how bad you feel. Now, 95% of the time, you're not going to do that. At the very least, you're going to, all right, I'll do my biceps. I'm not going to do abs today. I'm not in the mood, you know? Um, now, is this the champion mindset? Um, eh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, and the reason that this might be the champion mindset is what I think might be the more elusive aspect of this whole kind of thing of like discipline mixed with, you know, being true to yourself, whatever thing I'm getting at here is, um, the physiological aspect of, um, and I'm probably butchering this, so, you know, please write this in. I might be getting this backwards, right? But is, uh, is it's like aerobic uh, versus anaerobic uh, respiratory endurance. So there's these two kinds of uh, respiratory endurance. There's aerobic and anaerobic. And I don't know how much they kind of bleed into each other. I imagine, like, to a degree, but there's still a useful distinction. And so aerobic is where is basically like how how long and hard can you sprint just like run just exert yourself as fast and as hard as you can over a short period of time right and then there's the anaerobic which is like um to be a good marathon runner you need a lot of both but kind of a template to be able to establish uh, kind of like a, a general, um, kind of belly (laughs) of, of strength to be able to draw from for all these kind of different longer form exercises is your anaerobic, uh, level. And this you build from, from like walking and like very, very light jogging. So like somebody who is like really, really, um, you know, uh, really out of shape, um, they should, uh, they, they probably would want to start with like a lot of walking and then maybe like introduce kind of early some like high intensity interval training, but like not push that. Um, because if you don't have that just kind of like bubble of, um, your body's ability to like, um, you know, kind of like provide energy without going into like, <sighs> heavy breathing mode, uh, which you cultivate kind of slowly, um, you're going to be setting yourself up for a lot of frustration. And now what I suggest is that, um, pretty much every new skill you're going to learn has these components to them as well, where we get seduced by stories of like, Oh, this guy, you know, like, Kind of um, the artist one would be like uh, Sylvester Stallone writing Rocky in like 36 hours to get his dog back, right? Like this is like, it's actually a bullshit story at almost every level. Um, but it's so seductive to artists because they're just like, yeah, well, you know, I get to a point I can just push myself. And, you know, it's like every guy before the age of, 25 or so like secretly thinks that he could win a fight with like the world's best fighter just because of how how passionate he is right and so we're very much seduced by this whole kind of um 
you know, egoic, um, uh, you know, mind mindset. Um, where we want to just jump into new things and go as hard as we can. And that's especially tempting right now on the new year. So this whole podcast I'm going to listen to in like July when I'm frustrated or whatever and be like, oh yeah, okay. Deep breath. Let it, let the work come to you as you kind of go to the work, right? Um, so this whole kind of anaerobic versus aerobic thing, I'm, I'm, I'll give you another example. Um as it would apply to, um, audio recording and stuff. So I, I got my girl, this drum pad and, um, you know, you, you want to plug it in and just start bashing away and then like recording. Right. But it's like, okay, well, first we set up the drum kit. I can't really hit the things, right? I can't really hit the things. So they, I got to just massage the angles of the different drums to get them right, you know? Excuse me. And then, uh, okay, now it's a workable angle, but the drums sound like shit. All right, let me try the different drum sounds. That one sounds like shit. That one sounds like shit. That one sounds like shit. What, what is going on here? You know, like I, I just bought this thing and all these drum sounds just sound really flat and cheap. Um, so then I, I open up the computer, right? I, I try different speakers with the, the sounds that come with it and just really no character. It just, just don't, doesn't sound like good sounds. Um, so now I open up the computer and I just trigger with the keyboard and I'm like, okay, all right, here's like some drum packs that like sound alive, you know? Um, and again, this goes back to the kind of the Mark Ronson thing of like, don't start recording until you get a really good kick and a really good snare. Um, so I'm kind of trying to follow that. Um, and then I got, I got the thing sounding good, but now suddenly I Bluetooth my speaker in and I hit the snare and it's like, you know, like the latency is just crazy. I can't do this. So now I'm like looking at the videos and how to do the thing. And it's just like, you want to have that anaerobic bass in your soul that's just kind of slowly moving forward and just just giving you the applause every little micro step of the way on top you know underneath your kind of ego going like I gotta get this done I gotta get this done so it's these two kind of systems one of them is maintaining a chillness throughout and a sense of like abundance of time right while the ego much smaller is like, meh, 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 get it done, get it done, get it done. You know, you got that presence of like, okay, this, we know this is going to take time. We're doing what we love. We're approaching it one step at a time. And we're going to, you know, privately celebrate every little win. While the ego is like, rah, 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 YouTube video, YouTube video, watch this one, watch this one. No, not that one. Call my friend, da, da, da. You know, and, um, and so the more that you can do to cultivate that um, underneath level of, of uh, true atmosphere and calm, uh, it's going to serve you in your ability to uh, kind of uh, keep the, the ego man from, from burning himself out, right? Um, yeah, I hope, I hope that kind of connected. And... Um, yeah, I hope you're having a great 2023. And um, I'm only about halfway through the Mark Ronson thing, so I'm going to have a bunch more tips and tricks 
and um you know, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's like this year, I think is going to be a very exciting journey, um, kind of climbing out of the hell of climbing out of the hell of COVID. Um, <laughs> I sure hope, and that's certainly where my attention and my energy is, is going to go. And one of the reasons I feel called to making music is I, I want to in some way heal the psyche of, um, uh, people who have been kind of like forced to become old introverts before their time, you know, because uh, I feel that way. And I think that um, music really has the power to, um, to, to heal the psyche in very specific and tangible ways. And um, I thought of a quote that like a song is like the smallest audio unit that can't be taken out of context. Um, <laughs> and what I mean by that is it's like if you could take somebody's words and you go, and I quote, you said, you know, uh, 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 to the window, to the walls, till sweat drips down my balls, till all these bitches crawl in the courtroom. You know, it's like, what was going through your mind when you said that? You'd be like, well, it, it's a song. Can I, I, I can put it on here. And it's like, and they're like, oh, this is like a fun song. There's a reason, you know, the person who's playing gotcha games, there's a reason that they quote you on a, you know, can you read that back stenographer? Right. Because if they play the song people get the the energy that you're communicating right so words can be taken out of context but a song i mean yeah you can like chop it and screw it and like mess around with with um uh you know the different things but still the there's something in like a song that's the song like you could add scary sounds on top of it but eh, it kind of can't be taken out of context whereas um human beings absolutely can and are, you know, super frequently. And I, I guess I, I do have like a, uh, I do as an artist kind of harbor a fear of that and it haunts me a little bit. And it was one of the reasons that I, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of more into music is because there is this aspect of like, yeah, you can't really take a song out of context. You know, it's, it's a different thing. Um, of course people do, but I think like in the general mass consciousness, it's like, um, it'd be, it's, it's more difficult for, um, you know, somebody to use your song against you than to use like a line in your play or, you know, in your, you know, poem or whatever. Um, so anyway, I, I'm really excited about 2023. I think this is going to be a really exciting year for artists. Um, I think this is going to be an exciting decade for artists, um, so keep doing what you do and, um, you know, hit me up and, uh, this is all about community. So come say hi and, uh, let's, let's build community and make great art together. Thanks. Happy 20, 2023.